For those of you joining us for the very first time, this is oh, we're just going. Oh, did you? Starting. Were you not ready? <laughs> were you not ready? of you joining us for the very first time this is icon or ycon the show where we break down your favorite film universes one film at a time i am here as always with the flash to my drive mr cj laroche cj laroche how are you feeling oh man i feel good i feel like you know i feel like i've been split in half now <laughs> broken up thrown I to the know. ground oh the garbage the drama of it all. So much drama. Uh, no, I'm feeling pretty good, man. You know, I, I, I hate to say it. It's just another perfect day here in the Bay Area. I'm sure it was beautiful. I'm in Fort Lauderdale right now, and it was gorgeous. Oh, very gorgeous. Yeah, the January, February in Fort Lauderdale. That's the only time you can ever be there. Yeah. It, otherwise, it's like super hot. Yeah, just wet. That wet hot. Anyway, <laughs> uh yeah, feeling good, man. Feeling feeling pumped, feeling psyched. Um, I'm a, I don't I don't know. I watched the movie that we're talking about. I watched it last night. Uh, you know, read up a bunch of on it today. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to do this episode so I can find out how I feel about the movie. Okay. Oh wow, we're there with it. I think so. I, I, I yeah. It, well, do I, you want to tell? Yeah, we should but tell people what we should doing. tell people. All right. Well, yeah. this week we are closing out the Bill and Ted trilogy, which wasn't a trilogy until last year. I know. That's uh, insane. Yeah, it's insane. That. But it's 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 a it is a trilogy. There is a third part to the story, and it is silly and funny, and it's called Bill and Ted Face the Music. Bill and Bill and Ted Behind the Music on VH1. <laughs> not quite, not quite. Saturday at eight. Um yeah, let's go. Yeah. I mean, what are your questions? You must have questions. Well, I do have one question. All right, here we go. How did it make you feel revisiting these characters at an older age and they're just not where they thought they would be at their age? Right, right. Okay. Great start. Great start. Yeah. Right. We've got stakes. We've got, um, there's a problem. They, yeah. they are clearly, they're clearly not well. Um, you know, there's, they, they look great. They, they look, look they look amazing. Both yeah. of them. Right. Uh, and we're at the wedding of Misty to Deacon, which, which is, is hilarious. <laughs> so good. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the movie, um, yeah. And they're getting ready to play. And then right away, you know, it's like this weird cacophony, um, which I think as a musician, you must have appreciated all of the different disciplines going it, on in their wedding song. So I'll tell you this. That's I, I'm, I'm going to spoil the whole thing for you. But this movie <laughs> moved me so deeply. <laughs> OK, cool. cool. I was all so right, moved. And a lot of it was because they put so much energy into uh, diverse types of music and yeah. and the fact that in, in trying to write the song that unites everyone, the song that Rufus prophesied of them two films ago, yep. they have gone through great lengths. They, they part two is about them becoming good musicians and sure. part three, they they are 
gifted musicians at multiple oh, they're experts. Yeah. They're experts. Okay. And, so, oh yeah. So I love that. Uh, um, and I love, okay. So I love that they're both still wearing the same clothes, mm-hmm. right? Ted in red, Bill in a plaid shirt tied around his waist. Yeah. Uh, no smiley face for Ted anywhere. No. In the beginning, in the middle, right? So like clearly something's wrong. Um, and yeah, and, and I just, I do love seeing Bill and Ted back together after all these years. Now, unfortunately, because of the way that this all shook out for us, we're seeing Bill and Ted after all this, this, this week. Yeah. Right. Like, cause we just took in, we just saw the previous them. two films. Yeah. We just saw them and like any self-respecting universe watcher will do that. Yeah. Right. Like before every star Wars movie came out. Like I rewatched the ones that came before. Sure. Not in chronological order. That's not the way to watch um, them. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so I'm I'm stoked. I'm pumped. I love when they come home and like their daughters. Okay, okay. So right there, like I love that Bill and Ted, little Bill and little Ted are Billy and Thea. Yeah. Right. I love that. I love that um um what's her butt? Uh, Samara Weaving is slated to be the next comic book villain. I can't wait to see what she does because she's either Hugo Weaving's daughter or his niece. I don't know, but she's fantastic. She's fantastic. Okay, let's talk for a second about Bridget Lundy Payne. Yeah. She's just doing her best Keanu Reeves impression. The whole right? time. And she's nailing it. I love it. Um, have you seen Atypical? I have not. Okay, so she plays a huge role in Atypical. And I can't tell if she just, like, does character acting really well or she's just this incredibly awkward human. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. But anyway, so, okay, so I love the daughters, right? And I love that when they, you know, they get home, they tell them your throat singing was great. Your fucking trumpet yeah. was like, All these things are great. Like, yeah, like, it was wild. The therapy. Yeah. Like, when and did so, you get so good on the therapy? They were, they're so supportive. Yeah. And they're like making all these great musical references that I was really proud of myself. Like they did not get by me. Mm. I was like, okay, like, I get it. I understand what's happening. Mm. Um, and then the movie sort of like when Rufus's daughter comes back, we're once again revisited by this stupid Bill and Ted time travel logic. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And I feel like for me, maybe face the music was the straw that broke the camel's back on the logic. Really? Because all of these things have to happen so that they can happen. (laughs) (laughs) i know know, it's like it's like your cousin marvin marvin barry like if marvin barry doesn't hear this kid that traveled back in time to like then the song doesn't happen and so i'm sitting there and i'm really trying like i'm really trying like everything is fantastic and wonderful but then i'm like wait a second this has to happen so that it can happen yeah Hard to say. It's yeah, it, it was hard for me to swallow in this one. Um, that being said, everything so far like in act one, I'm I, I'm on board. I'm having a good time. Okay. 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 I don't like the fearless leader, the great leader. 
And I don't know if I didn't like her because she was a villain or villain or because what? I don't know. Just didn't like her. Holland Taylor. Holland Taylor is a fucking star. She is, I know. The, I, her, her presence know. in this film is a gift, CJ. It's a I gift. Know, I didn't like her. Come on. I didn't like her. And I don't, I don't know if I didn't like her or the character. Again, like I'm very confused. I'm very confused watching this movie. I don't know how, to, how I'm supposed to feel. That's so I don't know how I feel. That's yeah, so I still don't know how I feel. Okay. Um, yeah. And I, uh, and like, okay, so like we get to the future and now George Carlin is there. Just a little hologram. And he's little just cameo. a hologram. Little, little hologram Yeah. Um, and we have, we have sort of a prequel problem when his daughter shows up in like the new tech. Yeah. Why is, why is the tech, why is the tech different? Because it's new. I know, but we went from a phone booth to a fucking Mork egg. Yeah. No, we wouldn't have done that. You're putting a lot of your own personal baggage on the. My logic, my logical brain suffered through Bill and Ted face the music. It did. So, okay. All right. All right. That's, this is so fascinating. This is going to be interesting. Um, This movie is the best in the trilogy. Oh my God. It's the best one. It's no, it's one. not. Oh, CJ, it's no, fucking the it's best not. one. CJ, this movie is so good. Borderline perfect. Ties up. No. no it's so perfectly no. got the story. And, no. and it seeks to make a purpose out of the shitty time travel logic with them meeting evil future Bill and Ted twice. <laughs> Come on. That's fucking hilarious. And then the third future Bill and Ted they meet is truly them and it gives them the flash drive completely sidestepping the fact it's the fourth future bill and ted that they meet is it the fourth they meet they meet yeah remember the first ones are at the the bar open mic open mic night yeah the second ones are in dave Dave Grohl's house yeah the third ones are in prison oh i forgot about the prison ones that's right (laughs) yeah dead in prison i really liked that they were okay yeah so like but here here again my problem is is if if they write the song yeah and save reality so that they can go to the future to visit themselves they they know the answer so why don't they just give it to them well because the first 3 they meet are the wrong ones the first are they the first, in another universe they're the not in the same three time bill and space ted's they meet are the ones that did not get the song written It doesn't make any sense because they're not, they're not traveling. They're not time traveling. They're like multiverse traveling. I guess it's kind of a multiversal travel. It's a multiverse. Yeah. I mean, Kid Cudi even tells us that later in like, yeah, he does. But he starts talking about the quantum realm. Yeah. 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 I, I fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. And I think something, I think something needed to happen to make those guys that right. Like we needed to have a, a villain like, like, what's his butt from the second one? He needed to succeed somehow to, like, create those alternate futures. Oh, Denomalous? Oh. Yeah. If we Maybe. had alternate futures, not just alternate Bill and Ted's, that's, what, that's, like, that's what I don't understand about the whole thing. Well, the other I'm thing confused. is this. They, they never explain uh, who the future princesses are. Right. Why we never they that go answer. back in time to... Why, that's a, that whole so that princess. Listen now. Granted, I like that they gave the princesses a little more to do in this one. Oh yeah. Also, the casting uh, of the that, princesses was exquisite. Oh sure. Yeah. Those ladies are fantastic and hilarious. They were perfect. Yeah. They were great. Um, and even the doctor, 
she's she's a comedian like she's a genius um hysterical but i didn't like that they didn't i I didn't like that subplot i was like they they go back in time to take themselves to a new reality but the reality that they're coming from is the reality that they're happy in it doesn't make any sense and it and and it and neither does the first two really yeah right with the time travel logic but at least it's like it makes a little bit of sense to think i'll raise you yeah we did this with it Okay, 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 but what about this? Okay, if reality, but what about this? If this is, I'm going to well actually you. If, <laughs> if reality is folding in on itself uh-huh. in the way that they show us, and they're consistent about reality folding in on itself and creating people that are time displaced. In 2020, but not in any of the futures. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Because if reality is folding in on itself and folds in on itself in 2020 if Bill and Ted don't write the song, then those future Bill and Ted's that we ran into didn't write the song. So reality should have folded in on itself. They're parallel Bill and Ted's. Yeah. I've gone cross-eyed. Yeah. They're parallel Bill and Ted's. movie. I don't care. It's it's one of the sweetest movies. (laughs) CJ, it is one of the sweetest fucking things. And no, like, it's great. You you leave it and you're like, wow, I'm really glad I watched that. I'm really glad I experienced that. But what I'm telling you is my logical brain did not allow full enjoyment on the first watch. Fascinating. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna give you some moments, right? Uh Jimi Hendrix playing for Mozart. Oh yeah. Cool. Come on. That was so fucking cool. That was so fucking cool. cool. Okay. Okay. Um, Billy and Thea getting Louis Armstrong. Mm -hmm. To watch the video. To watch the video of Jimi Hendrix. Gold. Gold. So their whole side plot was great. Tie that to Dennis, the robot. That like <laughs> oh full stop. <laughs> Dennis full is amazing. And stop <laughs> on Dennis Caleb McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! That he is, is so, so funny. Funny. It's Dennis it's Caleb McCoy. So funny. It's I don't it know why so good. it's so dumb, but he nails it. He's a robot that goes to hell. Yeah. <laughs> They're like that doesn't make any sense. None like, of it no, makes it sense. Doesn't. Okay, I'm good with that somehow. <laughs> so here's the thing: I'm there's good holes. with the robots in hell. There's holes. So they they go to 2067, and elderly good Bill and Ted give yeah. them a USB drive. In 2020, USB drives are passe. Like, sure. So 2067. Why do they have Bill and Ted? Not to Bill and Ted, but like, why do they have it on on a, on a USB drive? Also, yeah. um. Kid Cuddy. Time displaced Kid yeah. Cuddy. He's so good. He's Hank Pym. He's the Hank Pym of the Bill and Ted universe. But he's also Station. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I didn't How either, he but he just, goes, he just went Station. Station. Like, station. station. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Station was missing. Station was definitely not there i needed station but kid cuddy knows about we got yeah he does of course he does he knows all of time and space yeah and so but so getting the band back together meant 
the princesses, Bill and Ted, and Death, not Station. Not Station. But Kid Cudi was there, and I think he fills the Station role. Sure. He's somehow. I mean, you station. also had like, I love Mozart was playing the mall style pianos. Yeah, yeah. Good reference. Delicious. The little two tier synths. It's great. Um, yep. I, I fucking love that they had a cave woman on the drums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Okay. All right. So how about this though? How about this? Okay. How about, how about it? When they are, when, when they're at the end and they're like, and Billy and Thea are just like, we just need you to teach it to us. And then they're holding the flash drive and they're like, it's not us that writes the song. It's you. Yeah. Come on, CJ. Yeah. No, it's good. It's, it's spectacular. Also, Ling Lun is a woman. Love that. Yes. Because, because why not? Ling Lun is a woman. Yeah. Just do it. It's great. It was a great rewrite. Yeah. We play, we play fast and loose with everything. Nobody knows. Well, no, of course not. It's mythology. Yeah. Um, so here's the other thing. They get the song together. Like the first rehearsal is a mess, which is so beautiful because every musician knows the first time you we try to put know. something together, it's a disaster. Disaster. And, and then they yeah. figure out there's the girls are smart. Uh, they figure out um, how to like assemble it. They, you know, they start with the beat and then they add death on the bass. Cause apparently he recorded all these crazy bass solo albums. Oh my God. <laughs> albums that solo. are just bass. The <laughs> critics hated it. <laughs> solo career and got sued yeah. for trying to use the wild style of his name. Cause he's like, I was wild. <laughs> it's hysterical, but they put the song together. And when they get to the point where they cue Bill and Ted to come in with their guitars, come yeah. on. That was so thing. No, yeah, I was very. It was very satisfying. I was definitely weepy. I was weep. There were several moments throughout where I was weepy. The relationship with Bill and Ted and the princesses. The relationship with Bill and Ted and the daughters. The relationship between Ted and his dad. You know, and he's dad a dick till the end. Him. Yeah, a dick till the end. I wasn't talking to you, Bill. Yeah, <laughs> but he does come around for Ted. Yeah. He well. Yeah. Well, he's he got to help. I mean, he sees, yeah. yeah, he had to fucking. He sees it. It was all. It was. It was all real. Um, how did you feel about Thea and Billy getting them to getting the band back together, like with Death having the make peace with Death? Oh my god, it was spectacular. Like, it was spectacular, and I love that Thea and uh, is it Thea? I think it's Thea. And Bill, Theodora, Billy, and Thea. Yeah, I love that they just casually go on the first Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Hmm. Right, and then we and then we go to hell. So we have bogus journey. So the, uh, yeah, the the tie-ins and the consistency and the continuity all primo for me. I think it was really, really quite beautiful. Uh, okay, now I do have some problems that I want to talk to you about. Okay, I already talked about the USB drive. Um, the USB I, drive was a problem. Yeah. Why? They're old men. Of course they use get they they have a USB drive. 40-year-old technology? Nah, bitch. Yeah. No, dude, 2020, man. I still would like I'd still pop something on a USB drive every now and then here. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. It's 2020. I still pop something on a USB drive. Sure, sure, sure. But like we're talking 47 years of technology. So 47 yeah, but they years. They wouldn't burn it on anything. They would just put it on the USB drive and that's okay. where they would have it. But let's say it's 2022 right now. What's 2022 minus 47? 
2022 minus 47. Yes. That would be 1965. 75. Is that right? 75. 75. Do you currently use any data saving technology from 1975? Do you use a mimeograph, CJ? I use paper. Go fuck yourself. Paper, no. I have two file boxes full of paper, Andrew. Two file boxes full of paper. I'm talking about technology. Do you use 1975 technology? That's not technology. One moment. Let me think for one moment, you Andrew. (laughs) Uh, I have VHS tapes. I still have VHS tapes. Are VHS from the 70s? Yeah. Or are they from the 70s? Late 70s, early 80s. Late 70s. Because they were Betamax competitors, right? Yeah, Betamax was definitely 80s. Because Betamax came out like. Yeah, I'm dude. I think VHS might go back to the 60s. VHS is late 70s. It's late 70s, early 80s. And the, yeah, the if, v- it's, if it's not early 80s, it's yeah. Yeah, it was the 70s because tape, tape existed. Yeah. It's tape well, now hold on. The, like 1963, we're looking at the first home video recorder, 1963. Sony Umatic, 69. Philips VCR. In 1970, Philips developed a home video cassette. I've gone to Wikipedia. Okay. But anyway, your point, uh, so your point fine. is... So you do use some technology from 1975. Whatever, CJ. Yeah, but I'm an old man, and Bill and Ted, Andrew, are older than me. Okay. Another problem I CJ have... CJ, one, Andrew, nothing. Shut up. The other problem I have is that the great leader turns on them Immediately. Immediately. She's impatient. She's reality's folding on itself. She's over it. She yeah, gave them all they need. Reasons. She gave them all the need, all they needed to write the song, and they just left in a phone booth. Yeah. If I she's a great leader, she would have the foresight to know that. She'd have the foresight to know that they were going to do something. They're going to solve the problem. Yes. She'd know. She'd know. I believe that. I believe that. Another issue that I have is that if there are multiple Bill and Ted's, why does Dennis not go after alternate future Bill and Ted's? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. We, there's, there's like what there's this movie is missing two lines about the multiverse. Yeah. I believe they probably I, didn't want to get sued by Marvel. No, but they, they bring it up a little bit at the end, especially when they copy themselves all through time. Right. That's kind of the explanation, though. Yeah, infinite as opposed to multi. Yeah, that they're, they're copied all through time. Yeah, I do like the last line of the film. It wasn't necessarily about the song, but that the world was playing it together. That's a message. CJ, I got weepy. That's a message of hope and love. I got super weepy about this movie. Yeah. When did you watch it? What time of day? It was like 9 a.m. Oh, okay. So that's legitimate. Yeah, I watched it over breakfast. Just completely sober. Yeah, you weren't tired. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. 
Yeah. No, I'm telling you, I, I, that's why I'm, you know, I'm excited to hear all these things and, you know, uh, yeah. It, uh, yeah. I think it's good. I think it's a good movie. I think I enjoyed it. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was I I, so touching. Yeah, I think I really, I think I really did enjoy it. Dare I say, thought it was funnier than Bogus Journey. Funnier? Yeah. Yeah. As funny, for sure. I thought it was a tighter script. I don't know if it was funnier, and I'll tell you why. William Sadler. William Sadler. Okay. His turn in Bogus Journey is like what comedy is for. Yeah. Right? He, yeah, he wrote the book in that movie. So I'm going to give it as funny as Bogus Journey, but because of death not being in it as much doesn't put it over the top for me. Okay. I mean, that's it's fine. Still, still very funny. Still yeah, very yeah. funny. I had, I had, and a, I love the message again. I love the message. I love the message. And I had a super delightful time watching it. And also, um, Billy and Thea are hilarious. I w- I thought they were going to be sons. Do you know what I mean? I thought I was like, Oh, these are the daughters, but we already met little Bill and little Ted. And they're like, no, no, no that's just the girls. <laughs> Yeah, super easy. Gentle retcon. Really an inconvenience to yeah. just do that. Yeah. Yeah, they're girls. It's fine. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that it kind of broke your logic brain. I was so moved and inspired. I was it, like, it, I, it I, did. I, I finished this movie and I went and did a matinee and I was like, I fucking do music for a living. Like, I was so proud of myself <laughs> after watching this movie. I was yeah. like, I'm fucking uniting the world nightly in Fort Lauderdale here. Like, I was so right. important all of a sudden. No, I, I could definitely see that and understand that. Um, it's just, I think after watching the first two, again, like I'll say this again, like I think it was just the straw that broke the camel's back as far as the logic goes. Well, the logic, yeah, it's fast and loose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think it's good to have a piece of art that is commercial, super creative. And like, we have a lot in common with the films we like and the stuff we dive into. And it's so funny that we both had very, very different reactions to that. And I think that's great. I think that's a good, that's a statement of good art that we can both draw different things from it. I think that's fucking cool. Oh, sure. And I think a true testament to the quality of the movie is that while my logic brain was, you know, know, severely abused in this watching, (laughs) Uh, still had a great time. It's, you know, yeah. still was like very psyched to get through the credits. Like I stayed through the whole credits and then the end scene with the two of them. Okay. So that's the question, Andrew, like how much of it was, this is a good movie and how much of it was just fucking straight up nostalgia. Well, that is a valid, valid question. Maybe like how much of it was I'm enjoying this film or I'm enjoying seeing them again with a new, with new business to do. Yeah, and like they're broken down, but they still have that like boyish, you know, charm and optimism There's that radiates. Painful optimism. They believe that you know we got to fix this. We can fix this. Yeah, we're gonna fix this. You know. Oh, they're they're so good. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I guess it could be some of that. You know, but but and the thing is though, these two characters like. It's like, did you remember that movie Stranger Than Fiction? Oh, sure. Yeah, and and how at the end, like, 
you know, the novelist was like, or the, the publisher was like, he was supposed to die at the end of the story. That was a better ending. But she realized like it, the story was really affecting somebody's life. Yeah. And she was like a man that willingly walks to his death. Isn't that a character that you want to keep around? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. so I thought about that while I was watching this because I was just like, look at these two though. All they are told the whole time is that they're failures, you know, that they're yeah. not going to write the song. Their careers right. are over. They need to give it up. Destroyed reality. They've destroyed reality. Um, You know, their wives are going to leave them. All they're told is negative things. And they just get back in the booth and try to fix it. It's who they are. And it's, Mm. that's eventually what their, you know, their wives come back. They're just like, we looked, we actually looked all through time and just like being here with you is where it's at. (laughs) Like everything else is fucking nuts. It was very sweet. And I was very touched by it, but I'm also like a, quasi newlywed and a musician and a you know maybe maybe it just hit me in my heart space different and you're all up in your feelings i all get it in my feelings all in my feelings you know just a little bit yeah. soft a little bit tender yeah just a little bit that <laughs> we should take a break <laughs> let's take a break <laughs> You know, CJ, this is one of our pandemic traditions that I'm so glad we were super consistent with because I really am starting to see the results of all of our work on this podcast. It's pretty great. Now, where are you seeing results, Andrew? Like in your midsection, um, like in your your chest area, where where are the results happening best for you? Because I could use some. Listen, my chest area is on fire, but really it's because my heart is so full from all the engagement we've been getting on our social media. I mean, I'm talking to... I'm talking to people on the Instagram. I'm talking to people on the Twitter and I want to do more of it. The 18 listeners have really started to engage. Uh, We appreciate you. We see you. Uh, We're very excited to have you. Yeah. So I think that Andrew, where can, where can the people who may be 19, 20, 21, where can they find us? Listen at icon or Ycon, both on Twitter and Instagram. And we have gotten way more active than we ever were. So remember those 15 episodes where we kind of lied to you about communicating with us? They're, it's true now. We're actually there and we want to hear from you. So I say go for it. Just do it. Yeah. Log on. Log in. Trip out. <laughs> back to the show. And we're back. We are back. That's it? <laughs> I had to swallow a burp. <laughs> I was like, usually you give me so much more. Yeah. I got, I was really hydrated on the break here and I drank, a, I drank some water really quickly and it created a little gassation. Gassation is not the word now. Gassation. Like gasation. Like, like gestation. Sure. Oh, don't mind. Just. You, I, you, you just spilled liquor all over yourself. <laughs> no, not all over myself. Just like, it's just, it, it was a heavier. You're like that I... guy on the plane, an airplane, just pouring fucking gasoline all over yourself. <laughs> no, Jesus. no. I'm just pouring that's myself what, a little whiskey. I had that's a two when your drinking day. problem began. I had a two show day. I can have some whiskey. It's fine. So. So anyway. you must have two show days every day. Hey, hey. <laughs> so I think we, we talked about the movie. We did not agree on things, no. but uh, we were speaking sort of in, in, in the intangential. Do you know what I mean? Intangential. We're speaking in, in the tangents is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. What's okay. the word I'm looking for? I think in tangents, intangential. 
I, I don't know. You'll tell us in the comments. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I was I was definitely speaking like in vagaries. I don't want to speak in specifics. And I want us uh-huh. to take our ideas, everything that we've talked about, everything that is intangible or modestly tangible or untangible. Yeah, I think intangible. I'm just making up words at this point. I need you to fucking support me, okay? Well, at least you didn't say irregardless. Hey, that's in the dictionary. So oh is bootylicious. Um, <laughs> we need to answer some ephemeral questions. We do need to find that which binds us through time the chemical, physical, and biological nature of love and the exploration of meaning. Now, for those of you who are regular listeners to the show, you know that normally there's a song here. Bill and Ted didn't write the song, so neither did I. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. What worked about this movie for you? Uh, <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> why was that so funny? I laughed why? every time he introduced himself. I don't know why. Every time. Every time he said his name. Yeah. And then they, they started getting annoyed by him. They're just like, thanks, Dennis. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Dennis. And then they yeah, almost but, left him in hell. I got lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Um, yeah. So the nostalgia really, really worked for me. Okay. That was that made it good, um, really, really good. Uh, yeah. On that note, uh, again, more cowbell. Like mm-hmm. the Reaper is just—he's back. He's like a little wrinkly, uh, <laughs> but I don't care. Um, most of the plot—if the plot didn't depend on the plot happening, so the plot could happen. Uh-huh. Right. I enjoyed that they're down now. I enjoyed that they haven't gotten there yet and that they need, you know, that there's some obstacles to them getting where they need to go. I love the twist that they needed to exist so that Billy and Thea could be raised with each other and like mm-hmm. learn about music and, you know, have this. Who write the song that saves everything? Yeah. Like I love that. I think it's fantastic. Um, I love passing things to the next generation. Right? Mm-hmm. Dare I say, let the past die. Kill it, Kill it if you have to. Um, love that about this film. Um, hate The Last Jedi. Uh, and then uh, I love Rufus's daughter. I love that her name is fucking Kelly. She's named after Kelly Carlin. God damn you, writers. Stop with my fucking heart. Um, Kelly Carlin yeah. has a cameo in this movie. Yeah. She gives him the clock, the watch, the San Dimas time. Um, yeah. And you know what? Above all, Andrew, I love San Dimas. <laughs> I love this universe. Yeah. You know, it's so I fun. Love, I, I love that. The, you, did you catch the circle K in the background? I did. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. I love that there are so many things that are just there so that the plot can move forward. Like they're, the, the guitar center fucking truck. Oh, the guitar center truck is perfect. Yeah, it's just All delicious. These instruments. Yeah, yeah, and and I love that. Like, instead of gathering just historical figures, we're gathering historical musicians. It's so smart. It's a smart yeah. twist on the original. Absolutely. So, those are all the things that worked for me in a movie that really worked for me. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. So good. you know, yeah. So what worked for you mostly? Mostly, uh, I will say. 
for the first two movies, it was sort of a subplot that music was the thing that saves the universe. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the first movie established, it's like, it's your music that like, you know, gives us our life philosophy in the future. Um, you know, and, and, you know, that has the, the slow motion video of them doing the guitar strum. Yeah. And then the second movie establishes that they need to practice their music and they, they, cause they have to win battle of the bands. And, and then they, you know, that leads them to the grand Canyon performance that sets everything in motion. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that that's, you know, it, nothing happened. It didn't save the world. They weren't successful. They still didn't write the song. Um, that united the world. Yeah. That united the world. And I think that this music or this music, this movie <laughs> places the focus squarely on the creation of music, the power of music, how music brings us together by using figures from different countries and different time periods and like heavy hitters from different time periods. They didn't just get American music icons, you know? Right. And I think that's so powerful. And it's such a powerful statement. They even use digital technology at the end. I yeah. think, I think yeah. uh, the fact that they celebrated that the daughters are very musically educated and they have mm-hmm. dads that are, you know, they're Bill and Ted. They're not great at a lot of things, but they love their families and they praise their daughters for being so musically educated. They're proud of them for that. It's a a family that has that aspect about it. And so what worked for me is that they pushed the music front and center. They handled it really, really beautifully. And that they make the point is not that they made a song, is that we played it together. I'm getting emotional. I thought that was so special. No, it's a I thought that was so special and so worth celebrating. Yeah. Great message. Yeah. Fantastic. Powerful yeah. message. You know, I mean, cause like, the, as a musician, it's so annoying to say, but like we put so many hours into being able to like, be like, okay. Hot cross buns on the recorder. You know what I mean? There's so many hours put in and, and the fact that there's a movie that sort of gives us credit for what we all that do this as a living believe that we're doing something worthwhile, that we provide a service that is important to people. And to see a movie that this service that we provide, this we give so much of ourselves to this service, and mm-hmm. that this service we provide can save reality. I just, I was bowled over. I was so moved yeah. by it. No, totally. And for just, just a moment, I thought you were talking about Pretty Woman. I fucking cannot with you. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty woman, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, she what, provides a service. Stop. What did not work about this movie for you? Yeah, the CGI. Really? No. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, especially coming off of the first two. My mm-hmm. God, this was Attack of the Clones. Uh, I would say everything that I've said before. Um, I think the thing that like really, really didn't work for me was not Dennis Kayla McCoy, Mm -hmm. but Dennis Kayla McCoy's purpose. And you sort of touched on it earlier with like how fast it's like, well, some think that Bill and Ted's death or what does it? Huh? 
Yeah. What do you mean? What are you talking Whoa. about? Bill and Ted's dead. What are you? This is not. No. Nobody's no. ever said that. Nobody's ever said that. And so I think that is what is mi- like is missing the most from the movie is the impetus for the danger of of Dennis, right? Like, yes. why is Dennis there? Like, in a movie that busts my logic completely in half, that is the thing. <laughs> right? That's the thing that really, you know, gets up in there and tears. It really apart. grinds your gears. It burns my worm. What? Yeah, grinds my gears. Oh, that was Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin, yeah. You know, you know what grinds, grinds my, my gears? gears. <laughs> oh my god, fucking that show so good. Um, yeah. So that was that was I, that I would say you know all the things I said, but like that was the biggest thing is like why. Why is she sending it back? Or why is she fucking sending it back the T one thousand? I know, yeah, totally. It's you know? Terminator two rules. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, you big fucking softy. Didn't work for you. <laughs> um, you know what didn't work for me? Not a lot. I because I really did have a ball watching this movie. <laughs> I really did like it, but we do have to pick something. And so I will say, I thought the writing of the daughters getting, trying to get Jimi Hendrix, uh, Jimi Hendrix is not interested. So they go get Louis Armstrong and then bring Louis Armstrong back to Jimi Hendrix. I thought that was clumsy storytelling. Okay. Expand. I think there is a way, especially these two characters, how they, in a moment, are able to call upon all of this intelligence to write the song that saves reality. Unites the world, yeah. I think they would have a better plan than... Oh, he doesn't believe us. Let's go get somebody else that'll make him believe us. I thought that that was, that made them look a little bit dim and they're never that dim before that moment. They're never that dim after that moment. Mm, yeah. And they're so got to because we've got to because movie. Yeah. And, and their traditionally dim fathers were able to collect major historical figures with great ease. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because they were so bowled over by the time travel, you know? Uh-huh. So I just thought that that was a little bit clunky. Once we got it going, and that guy actually did a great Louis Armstrong impression. Oh, my God, yeah. It was a really good Louis impression. It was really fun. Really good. Um, once it got going and they started picking people up, it was fun. I was just like, this is some. This is taking some act one time, and we are deep in act two, and I, mm. I didn't need you to go. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, it was yeah. a little too much setup for tertiary characters. Also, the movie's kind of build uh, like it's going to be a, a, a soft reboot, like the girls are going to take center stage, but they don't. They never do. They no, really, they don't, and they shouldn't. Yeah, it's better because yeah. it's about Bill and Ted. It's about Bill and Ted and seeing them again. Sure. Right. Right. And I hope that we don't get a Billy and Thea's excellent adventure. We don't need it. We don't no, need we it. We don't need it. Yeah. We don't need it. Um, they are fun together though. Oh no! Fantastic. Yeah. They they have great chemistry. They're very very yeah. fun. Um, does this movie make your desert island top five? No, it doesn't. It's good. 
I'm excited to watch it again. Uh, you know, we broke, we broke kind of a major rule hmm. um, on our show here. Like we're supposed to be like rewatching where we, you know, rewatch your favorite film universes. Yeah. One flick at a time. So I would be curious to see what happens on the rewatch. I'm excited for the rewatch, um, but it's not, <clears throat> it's not Island material for me. I think given the strength of the other two entries mm-hmm. as of today, you know, on the icon or Wicon 30th anniversary special at the Rose bowl, which incidentally was an original idea for this film. Um, they were going to go to the Rose bowl and do the 30th anniversary concert. There'd be zero tickets sold. Sometimes things are good cuts. Uh, <laughs> that may change. <laughs> It may make it onto the island, but as of, you know, the 19th of Jan in 22, it does not. You? It does. Of course it does. I really liked it. You really liked it. I did. I did. I did. I really liked it. I really liked it. Yeah, it's it makes it onto my desert island. (laughs) You can't just say it's on my desert island. I really liked it. Yeah. No question. The way the way that it made me feel is very very powerful. The way that they are able to pass on their legacy to their yeah, daughters is sure. very sweet. How very, proud very, they are very, of their daughters, uh, just seeing them as grown men. Yeah. And, they're, and, and oh, and I love that they're great fathers. They're great fathers. Right? Like they're not fuck ups. They're great fathers. No. They're great husbands. You know. Yeah. Codependency issues aside, there's some problems there that they, they they thought it was okay to go to marriage counseling together. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. Of course they did. They're Bill and Ted, <laughs> they're Bill man. And Ted, yeah. They're Bill and Ted. They're married to the princesses. Yeah, that's how this works. It's so cute. Um, all right, random bonus question. Yep, the RBQ. Who writes the musical? It's a three act musical. Three acts. Three acts. Three. Is it- is it all three movies or yep. is it this movie? Okay. So three acts, Bill and Ted's excellent journey through music. Yes. Who writes it? Who? Oh, Larson. Of course. No one else. There's no better answer than that. He would do a great there? job. Is there? Is there someone else that'd be better than than Jonathan Larson? Ask the birds. I don't fucking know. Jonathan Larson. Okay. Yeah. He would write a great Bill and Ted musical. Yeah. If you say the person I think you're going to say, I'm quitting the show. Who do you think I'm going to say? No pressure. Who do you think I'm going to say? Oh, you have to say your answer. I was going to say Tom Kitt. Okay, good. Who did you think I was going to say? Andrew Lloyd Webber. Why? Well, he wrote the best rock musical of all time. I will destroy you. I will come through this Zoom window and destroy you. Tell me why Jesus Christ Superstar is not the best rock musical of all time. Tell me right now. It's great. It's the best of all time. Name a better rock musical. Now, granted, it's a rock opera. Yeah. A better rock musical? Yeah. Hair's incredible. Hair's great. Hair's incredible. It's not better than Jesus Christ Superstar. 
Jesus Christ Superstar is really good. I just don't really like vibe with Weber like that on that level. Okay, fine. You don't vibe with. Or. But. I mean, that there's no better fucking lick in all of theater. I just can't live in that hyperbole with you. I'm so sorry. You have not given me a, an answer. You've not given me an alternative. I said hair. Why is hair better? Hair is the original tribal rock love musical. <sighs> Get out of my hair. <laughs> You're down to there. Listen, you asked me for an answer and I gave it to you just because you didn't like it. That's not on me. It is on you. I asked you for the better answer and you didn't give it to me. It's hair. That's on you. Hair is better than Jesus Christ Superstar. It's not. I don't think it is either. I just don't really like (laughs) (laughs) it. When the truth comes out. I just just don't want you to be right in this moment. (laughs) All right. All right. What is your special award, CJ LaRoche? Okay, my special award for Bill and Ted Face the Music is, damn, that was some good guacamole. Explain. Okay. Think about guacamole for a second, right? It's not just mashed up avocados, right? You have to have the perfect ratio of tomato, onion, garlic, cilantro, sorry, Bart, onion. He doesn't listen. He doesn't listen. And avocados. You have to have this perfect blend of food to make it a really good guacamole, right? You can't just like mash it up, throw it on a, in a fucking dish with some hint of lime Tostitos and call it a party, mm-hmm. right? We can both agree on that, right? Yeah. Thank you. Just because you're nodding, it doesn't mean that the folks at home can continue with the conversation. I just, I just, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm having an issue with you constantly seeking my affirmation of guacamole. It's a podcast, not a YouTube, <laughs> like we promised. I know, um, right? <laughs> <laughs> so this movie takes all of the great elements of the Bill and Ted universe and mashes them up together. And damn, that's some good guacamole. Mm-hmm. You know, even the failed logic. Like they just it's, take it to yeah. a whole nother level. Yeah. So when I watch this and I see all those elements, I'm like, yeah, that's a really good guacamole. Mm. Well done. That's a very cool special award. Thank you. I am very cool. Yeah. What's <laughs> your special award? My special award is the commitment to kindness award. Mm, Love it. Because real Bill and Ted, not weird, bizarre, future Bill and Ted, real Bill and Ted have now proven that since 1989, they are just the nicest, sweetest, generous people. Yep. And that's, that's why you get on board with them. Like, Sure, they're a little bit dim, you know. I mean, they're not like they're they're not your everyday type of dudes, 
but they're no. so genuine. They're so nice. They're so passionate about what they're passionate about. They're so passionate about being good friends to each other. They're mm-hmm. so passionate about being good dads. They're passionate about being good to the princesses. When they right. find out, they don't They don't immediately clock that the princesses aren't happy. And when they find out that the princesses aren't happy, it wrecks them because they don't yeah. want that. No. That's not what they're going for at all. Not and at it, all. it actually spawns when Keanu's like, maybe we do give up. Like... Like he actually considers it, and that's what gets Kelly there. That's what sets that whole um, thread in motion. Yeah, exactly. Because like they're about to leave the path. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Really. So like I, I just I love that um, our heroes are simple. They like music. They want to have a good time and be good people, and and it's really important to them that they save the world. Once yeah. they've been told, they, they they were told that they saved the world at 17 and they've taken it seriously this whole time. Right. And they've worked tirelessly. Yeah. Doing all the things to make it happen. And it's just, they're not, they're not going to make it happen. Yeah. They're not songwriters. Right. No. But they created the best songwriters. Yes. Fucking cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. By going back into the past, like they, they Kyled them. They Kyle Reese them. They Kyle Reese them. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. (laughs) No. Is this movie an icon or a Y-Con? Well, um, you know, I think I gotta say Y-Con. Wow. Currently. Okay. Right, like because when Snyder Jack Jack Snyder, you know my old friend Jack Snyder from Poughkeepsie, he fucking that guy could fish. When Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, right, that we that was like, yeah, it was an icon. Yeah. This movie's fun. This yeah. movie's light. This movie leaves you know you leave this movie feeling clean and hopeful, and yeah. you it, 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 you know you felt inspired. Yeah, right. For me, it just doesn't get there on the first watch. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. It just doesn't get there on the first watch. There's enough problems from a film standpoint, which is what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about movies. We're not talking about how they make us feel or whatever. I mean, we are, of course we're talking about how they make us feel, but we're not like, that's not, that's not the, the end all be all. No. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I, I hate to do it to the fellas. Yeah. You know, I do, but I got to leave it there. I got to leave it in a Y-Con status. Listen, trust your, trust your feelings. You got to trust your feelings. Yeah. 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 And you think it's an icon. This movie's fucking iconic, CJ. I will, I will set anyone on fire who thinks otherwise. This movie is incredible. It, it, it renewed my own sense of self-purpose. What does that tell you about my self-esteem that a Bill and Ted movie, let alone the third one, renewed my sense of self-purpose? But I'm leaning in. Yep. Has anyone seen Andrew's little flame that lights a fire under his ass? <laughs> Come on, Avenue Q reference. Well, I mean, I think we did it, CJ, and I'm proud of us. We got through the whole Bill and Ted trilogy. And yeah, it's exciting. And, and, yeah. And, and we've come out on the other side of it and, and who can say if we've been changed for the better, but because I knew them, I have been changed for good. 
Yeah, the change is permanent. It's permanent, irrevocable. Irrevocable. Yeah. Irreversible. Irregardless. Irregardless. There Ooh. it is. <laughs> um, so. I, you know what, Andrew? I'm feeling like this was good. I, I mm-hmm. really enjoyed that we did Bill and Ted and then we ran right into the new film. Yeah. So why don't we stay with that? Why don't we do another universe where there were some movies made a while back and then they just recently released the new film? Okay. Yeah. And uh, I think that we should stick with Keanu. I think that seems wise. We're in a nice Keanu Reeves groove. So let's do um, Point Break, Point Break 2, and, and John Broken. <laughs> <laughs> Just making, I mean, it's not like we haven't made our own universe before. That's true. Um, That's true. No, we, but we're going, we're going into the Matrix. We're going into the Matrix. Yeah. We're, we're going to, have you seen Matrix 4 yet? I have. Okay. Yeah. Can't I wait have. to, can't wait to get your thoughts on that. Excited for the rewatch. Yeah. That's all I can say. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Or is it? Oh, who knows? We'll find out. We'll find, we will out. find out. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I will say this though. Uh, we've done this whole episode and you haven't even commented on my hot pink shirt that I'm wearing right now. Okay. So I've been wondering about this shirt that you've got on. <laughs> there's a woman, there's some cursive writing. I think it says Olivia Munn. No, it's Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> Come on, sour stand for life. Yeah, it's crazy, but it's very Fort Lauderdale. I'm very proud of you. You've gone back to your roots. When in Rome. Yeah, you know I had saying? this made. When in Rome. Oh my God. I had God. this made. Yeah. For Icon or Icon, <laughs> I am CJ LaRoche. And I'm Andrew David Sotomayor. And we'll see you in a different shirt <laughs> next, next time. time.